0: Easy, more easy. This for you, it's... baby. No, no joke.
1: Hello, this for you, fellas. Hello, hello, cooked up the dope
0: house. Hello. in a federal den Wanna come home, but he said until then, could I look over his three children They wake him up at 5am for fruit Loops Draped up in white overalls and black boots Used to drive a lax sipping gin and juice now we need money for some chips and soups. Run around town with a sack of rocks. Polo shirts with the matching socks. Mom, I promise one day I'ma stop. I'ma grow up and be an astronaut. I'm on a Mexican radio. I'm on a Mexican radio. I'm on a Mexican radio, radio, radio. radio. I'm on a Mexican no, radio, radio, radio. Now, daddy come first and daddy come next. Daddy represent that's boost and text. Silly punks, jealous of the SP max. But your Home Crew should be wearing go-text. I'ma get high and I'ma get high. I'm to let my birds fly. Everybody knows that my back is not dry. If you say it is, you would did the damn lie. Rolling through life like a tumbleweed. I'm the young prayers of my company. Home catching hell, cause I love my weed. Baby, can you please let your husband breathe? Trying to dodge death and trying to dodge jail. Oh, damn friends trying to do my kill. People used to call me a bum from hell. Laughed at my car when my muffler fell. I'm on a Mexican radio. I'm on a Mexican uh, radio. I'm on the Mexican radio, radio, radio. The show, the show. On the Mexican radio, radio. Another bud from the fat-ass dime gripping wood grain, let the seat recline Got that Asian girl with the big behind Take her to the telly and she love me long time Remember when I begged you to buy my tapes Now I buy cribs on the sides of lakes Pray to the Lord and ask why they hate Cause they got the nuts about the size of gray. 22 inches on my dually two-ton. And the candy paint costs 8500 Even if I'm in my swimming pool having fun, still I stay strapped with a waterproof gun. I'm asking you, please, can you pray for me, reverend? When I die, will I go to heaven? Trying to count the TVs in my car, I got 11. Pioneer Reed 007. I'm on a Mexican radio 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 I'm on a Mexican radio 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 I'm on a Mexican radio radio back I'm on a Mexican radio 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 is here Baby, hustle time, two double oh, one, uh. and it just don't quit, no it just don't stop, Chunk deuce, no truce.
1: Around a real 9 baby, coming while I was at rock bottom. Ironic shit, I was listening the rock bottom. Pockets, rabbit ears, no paper, a lot of cotton. Had some charges stemming from me and my squad robbing. Had the leaderhood, shit staying, not an option. I pumped your shit forever, felt we had a lot in common. A rapper expressing wit, who spoke in depressive stance. All that introspectiveness, I couldn't measure what it did. Listen, I'm writing to you now, because we don't get to talk much. Except for in the stew, when we be passing through the halls and such. I wonder if you catch me staying chewing all much. And we be busy working so I never share my thoughts much Remember signing, four niggas with an attitude But maybe we ain't get your star power and it's magnitude all I thought is it was about to be on Would've never guessed that I was about to be wrong We encountered some things Maybe we should've figured out all along Who the fuck was I to be too vocal In my doubt for some songs Even I can be that dumb to step over the threshold And be the guy who says no To so many records sold Whole career I never bit my tongue I let it go, too many times being a rebel Ain't them. what's best for Joe That second album came and added truth to the slander But we learned what's good for the goose Ain't good for the gander, guess I asking for advice right now experience and leadership that helps suffice right now i guess i'm asking how would you do it before i do something too stupid before my group lose it just to get our views lucid every other day these niggas want new exclusive should i be in the mix more maybe i'm too secluded do you think you'd be as famous now if you had to put out my name is now the way the game is now off lyrics shit is shameless now just tell me how you maneuver if you came in now it's just thoughts everything is crisscross gotta be cool with complex and pitchfork if i wanna get my shit off these simple-minded niggas won't think you fuck with us if they don't see you popping bottles in the club with us it's about fashion now which i hate because i dress like shit i'm just the best when i spit but there's been Times I was feeling like the odd man out, like I should leave, they'd be better with the odd man out, like when I wasn't on that intro, I felt a little weird, but that was for the team, so I didn't really care for real for the team how i happen to be when bad met evil nigga who was happier than me think back the way that i was on that shit you'd have thought it was my album and i was on that shit like fuck rap happy to see a friendship get mended cemented and any frivolous tension get ended joel you my g Weapon waste, you my OG cuz Nickel, you know I look at you like it's blood Here's the flowers Before the is covered with mud We can disband right now And it's gonna always be love For a brief period, I tried to rhyme like y'all I was high, maybe trying to prove that I'm like y'all But I'm not I suck at all that syllable shit I'd rather make the pen bleed To see the feeling you get I'm being honest, we might never sell a million of shit To me, it's more value in keeping it real with my name And the M... One of the illest ever on the mic, we're less different than we all like, this ain't about star power, I ain't on the hype, never mind skin color, I see beyond the white, my whole life I fought trauma like you, had ups and downs with my baby mama like you, I had my fair share transgressions like you, had a bad temper once and for aggression like you, did drugs, popped pills for depression like you, these are things you never pick up from our sessions in the stew I beefed with whole 50 gaming wolf got in my own way a lot i'm sure the same as you the whole label think i'm crazy i've been peeped. i'm only mad i couldn't keep a better secret still when i hear your voice my head goes wrong takes me back to that little boy with my headphones on and the way you saved my life back then is how i'm saving them Blacks and charted tracks won't take me away from now. So, I hope you understand. Flock this
2: record deal. You inspire me as a man. i cut it short before I start
3: feeling like a stand. Hey, thank you for joining King Coltrane. How are you doing this wonderful afternoon or morning, depending on where you are at? Hopefully, your day is going well. My day is, I kind of got off to a late start. Kind of sucks. I was hoping to be live earlier today, but, you know, eye appointments and all this other crap and that old that old chestnut, I guess is the saying, but hopefully so far, everyone is doing well. Again, I think I'm doing well. I can't complain. Even if I do, nobody listens anyway. But you know, I was just thinking to myself the other day, I was like, well, you know, I'm not getting any younger, that whole saying, but what does getting old actually mean? I mean, honestly, I just turned 40 in October, October 7th to be exact. I mean, I know age-wise I say that I'm 40, but I don't feel 40. Are we supposed to feel a certain age when we turn that certain age? Or is it just on how active and how well you take care of yourself? It's going to be what you feel. I mean, I don't feel 40. I still feel like I'm in my late 20s, early 30s. In a blink of an eye, I didn't realize that, holy shit, I'm 40. Oh, uh, the best part of the day, man, is leaving work. I think that's probably everyone's good day is when they, when they leave work. Yeah, that's, when, when did, when, when, around what time was it? At what age did you believe, or did you understand that? Damn, I'm gonna be chasing the piece of cheese on a hamster wheel until the day I die unless I get out of this psychotic insanity and decide to do things on my own. See, for me, when I was a kid, this was, this
2: was pumped into my brain that I had to, I had to be and work without any aspiration for the rest of my life. Now, you know, that could be just a culture that could be just what my, what my mom believed. But for me, that was what. That's a, that was my biggest belief was that we couldn't really, we we couldn't really
3: do better for ourselves that we would have to get one job regardless of how shitty the job is. We just stick at that one job and then we die without, without anything to show for it, maybe a house, maybe a car that you might be able to pay off if it's still working maybe some sort of financial stability just maybe but it wasn't it was never certain it was basically you work what you're given and be glad that you got that you got the job and stay there until the day you die getting away for a few days king coltrane that's one of the best things to do man you always have to reset your brain and your whole mentality and realize you know i just need to get away and you know that's one of the biggest things that the the here in america the shittiest
2: the shittiest thing for americans i believe is the whole vacation you don't get that much vacation you have to earn it you have to work so much you work 80 hours a week
3: i mean 40 hours a week maybe 80 hours maybe more we'll just say at the very least a 40 hour week and then you earn anywhere from a half an hour to an hour of vacation time each paycheck and I don't know how that adds up in real life. But I know in other countries, as soon as you start working, you're automatically given a ton of vacation time. And unfortunately for a workaholic like me, I never really thought too much about vacation. I never really took vacation. Shit, I, har- I rarely even use my, my sick days. Even if I'm sick, hurt, broken, dead, it doesn't matter. I still get up and go to work. That's the way my brain was conditioned. That's the way that I was, I was taught as a kid. Man, that is no lie, King. Once, once you retire, you, we look at everything. Are we retired in, in good enough health, health to enjoy our retirement? Do we have enough money from retirement to enjoy the life that we think we should live, what we think in our mind retirement should be? But for a lot of people, once they get past a certain age and they're out of work, once they, you know quote, retire, they don't have the money to enjoy. They're living paycheck to paycheck or a Social Security check to Social Security check. It's like every. I understand that everything is based on money. I understand that. And you're you're, King man. I'm telling you, you're speaking you're speaking nothing but the truth right now. You lose your happiness along the way if you aren't careful. That's why I have no problem jumping jobs. I will jump jobs faster than I change my underwear, and I change my underwear every day. And I will definitely jump a job if I don't like it. If I if it's destroying me on the inside or my family, I'm gone. Uh, you know, I, I have uh, I have the fortunate skills to be able to to drive big rigs in a yo alchemist what's going on i thank you for coming to the show welcome you know you have the the uh the enjoyment when you have a certain skill to be able to jump jobs whenever you want so you can keep that happiness and it just seems that if people there's a lot of people who are afraid to jump jobs because they don't want to chase that extra quarter that extra 50 cents maybe you might get you. You might be getting paid the same. However, you might have a little bit better perks than what you had at your last job. I don't know. I, I believe that jumping jobs is healthy. I mean, you. I mean, you don't want to jump jobs to where you can never build a, a retirement. But I believe that there isn't a one job fits all type of deal. If you if you can find a company that's better, jump the company and go make yourself a little bit happier. I mean, that that's just my. Uh, that's just my 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 take on that. But you know what? Let, I have a song specifically for this conversation. Let, let's go ahead and jam out to this song right now.
4: Look, my bitch is all bad, my niggas all real. I ride his dick and some big tall hills. Big fat checks, big large bills. Run out, flip like 10 car wheels, cold ass bitch. I give raw chills, 10 different looks, and my looks so kill. I kiss them in the mouth, I feel all grills. Heat in the car, that's smells on wheels. Woo, I was born to flex. Yes. Diamonds on my neck I like boarding jets I like morning sex But nothing in this world That I like more than checks Money All I really wanna see is a. Uh. I don't really need to be any Money All a bad bitch need is that uh. I got pants in the coupe mm. Bussin' out the woo. I got pants in the coupe mm. Touch me, I'll shoot Bow. Shake a little ass Money. You get a little bag and take it to the store, store. Get a little cash Money. You shake it real fast You get a little more Money. I got pants in the coop. Busting up the roof, I got pants in the coop. Busting up the roof, I gotta fly. I need a jet, shit, I need room for my legs. I got a baby, I need some money, yeah. I need teeth for my egg. All y'all bitches in trouble, Grim brass knuckles to scuffle. I heard that party went pop, yeah. They go pop, pop. That's me busting a bubble. I'm designing with the trip, baby, mommy with the clip. Walk out bodies with a bitch, bring a thottie to the whip, and she find her she think. Goddamn, fucking past the mirror. Ooh. Kill my Let Little bitch Try me Boom, boom. Hammer uh. yeah. time I was born to flex yes. Diamonds on my neck I like boarding jets I like more than sex Ooh. But nothing in this world That I like more than checks Money All I really wanna see is up Money. I don't really need be any Money All a bad bitch need is Fants in the coop. Bustin' out the roof. I got pants in the coop. Touch me, I'll shoot. Bow. Shake a little ass. You get a little bag and take it to the store. store. Get a little cash. You shake it real fast. You get a little more. I got pants in the coop. Bustin' out the roof. I got pants in the coop. Touch me, I'll shoot. Bow. Bitch, yo, pop or you pop? pop. Bitch, yo, pop whoever? whatever. You know who pop the most.
3: That was Cardi B with money. Now you know I never really appreciated Cardi B's music. I think she's hot as hell. Don't get me wrong. I mean Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, two of the hottest women in rap right now. God dang, those women are gorgeous. But you know, being rich. I mean, what 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 does being rich really entail for a lot of people? For me, when I was a kid, being rich, I had a dream of driving driving the sickest Ferrari that I could ever think of. I didn't even know what a Bugatti was. The only two cars that I knew of were number one a Ferrari and number two was a lamborghini and i always wanted to be you know, i mean I, I know you guys are going to laugh at me for those of you who know the reference that i'm going to make right now but when i was a kid i always pictured myself as tom Selleck driving that red ferrari and when i realized how much a red ferrari cost back in the day i mean i'm i'm pretty sure the the price has maybe doubled since the last time when i was a kid back in the 80s and 90s but i wanted to be tom Selleck with that sick ass ferrari and that big ass house in miami So when i was a kid i always told myself you know what i'm gonna make it a point so i can be rich so i can buy myself a fancy car and then when i got older and i realized
2: being rich or getting rich or becoming rich is it takes a shitload of work and how hard
3: is someone willing to work to become rich i mean we can always try to take the easy way out and win the lotto i mean that that seems to be what everyone's quote retirement plan might be. We're going to win the lotto and it's going to be over, and I'm going to be a multimillionaire. That's a fantastic idea. However, the chances of you becoming rich off of the lotto are damn near slim to none. I think you have a better chance of getting eaten by a shark and getting struck by lightning at the same time
2: before winning the lottery. But I mean, how, I mean, the, like the bear and, and hundred yard alchemist,
3: did you guys ever have those fantasies when you were a kid? I'm gonna, be a, I'm gonna be rich, I'm gonna drive a Ferrari. Not once when I was a kid, did I ever have that in my mind that I wanted financial stability. I wanted to drive a Ferrari. I wanted to buy a Ferrari. And this was even in my early twenties, even though I never thought about what, what I have to do and take that avenue. And unfortunately for me, and I want to say this for a lot of youngsters, a lot of a lot of individuals that with the way that we were conditioned, the way that we were raised, we never were given the the opportunity, the skills, or the advice on how to take that direction on to become rich. And I think that's a really shitty thing, especially in the you know I don't I'm getting, I only can speak for the for the Latino Mexican culture since that's what I am I'm, you know I'm Mexican. But my mom never gave me those skills and that confidence and that ability to to believe that I would be able. To become a millionaire the only thing that i was told hello angie welcome to the show the only thing that i was that that i was able to do was or that i was told was you find one job you stick to that job and you work until the day you
2: die now i don't know about you but for me growing up i thought that was the tell all be all that's all i had to do
3: You know, I think that's where a lot of people mess up, alchemists. I think a lot of people once they fail, they feel like they have nothing left and they can no longer push to be better. And so they stop pursuing their dreams. I know I'm guilty of that. I was I was literally and this is a sad story. I mean, I don't want any pity and you know, you can you can shake your head because it, it was a complete fuck up on my part. But I was one state test away from becoming an LVN. You know, I busted my ass through LVN school to to pass. I did everything I had to do, but I never I never took my my state boards because I was afraid that I was going to fail, that I wasn't going to be good enough. I wasn't going to be a good enough nurse to become and and to become successful. And that had a lot to do with the mentality that I was given a lot of, a lot of negativity that was fed to me. And of course, and a lot of the haters and when the haters are overwhelming, it's really difficult to try to succeed when you're weak minded and you can't overcome that. And unfortunately, without a good support system, you end up falling by the wayside and the failure ends up just that a failure not a learning opportunity and i think with well, maybe with a lot of people hopefully when someone fails instead of calling it a failure they start look man you know i didn't succeed but maybe i mean, you know with, with with redirection and from this learning process because i mean i feel like a failure wouldn't
2: be a failure i think failure would be more of a learning process or learning a learning opportunity That is, that is a huge stigma. And when we don't succeed on our
3: first try, we beat ourselves up and we're like, fuck, man, we're done. That's it. There's nothing. There's nothing left for us to do. We can't do anything but, again, jump on that hamster wheel and run until we die. And I think that's a, man, that's a, such a sad way to live life. Is it a safe way? Maybe, depending on what your income will be. I think that's a safe way. But if you're barely making it from paycheck to paycheck, and not even that, depending on when rent hits, when your car note hits, what, how, welcome Marcos, thank you for joining the live, what safety net do you actually have if you don't have a safety net, when you're barely holding on? I mean, you might have a safety net, but the safety net is full of holes, you know what I mean? So how safe is that net if you don't try to jump off and fly, fly? You know, I was ter- I'm, I'm terrified, man. I'm, I'm 100% terrified of, of not succeeding. But who isn't? I think, if, you, I think if, if someone who says that they're not afraid, I mean, I think that's, some, that's oozing confidence, but at the same time is very afraid to admit that they are afraid themselves. Again, in our culture being, that is a stigma for a lot of people. I mean, for me personally, I mean, there's a lot of great things that I want to do, but I never had the confidence until recently. And, you know, I, I'm, luckily, I'm lucky now to have built myself a really great circle around me that we all have, we're, we're like-minded individuals to where we want to succeed. I mean, hell, I mean, how, 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 how far successful can someone be? I'm already calling myself the king of podcasting and the king of radio, you know? Is, I mean, my, my thing is, or from what I've read and my understanding is that if you start giving yourself that title and you start making yourself believe it, you're gonna achieve it, so why not? Why not change our mentality? Like instead of saying "I wish I can do this," you start saying, "Oh, I will do this." Good morning, Marcos. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you for joining. So, again, I'm already the king of radio.
2: I just have to prove to everybody that I am what I say I am. In the words of Popeye, "I is what I is."
3: And you know what? Our subconscious is one of the most fragile, most easily manipulated things in in the entire existence of our body, alchemist. We start hearing all this negativity and subconsciously we start believing it. We start agreeing and we start seeing that, damn, what they're saying is 100% true. Even though though our mind doesn't believe it, subconsciously we're like, fuck, man, these people are 100% telling the truth about me. I can't make it. I'm not good enough subconsciously, you're beating the shit out of yourself. You know, my, my, uh, my brother has been really pumping my head full of thinking like a millionaire, you know, and one of the things that's so common, so common, when it comes to success is build yourself, build yourself around people who are successful, or who have that that mindset and have the action to actually follow through. And one of the biggest things that, that I've heard that my brother has mentioned, and also what I've heard a lot of these successful people, these, uh, these, uh, P, these, uh, these, these successful individuals talk about is that if you're the smartest man in the room, or if you're the
2: smartest person in that room, then you're in the wrong room. 100% King Coltrane, you are the only one
3: when when you're the when you're the smartest person in that room you're in the wrong room you need to put, you need to put yourself in the room with other successful people you need really, you need to pump yourself up around you because think about it if you're the only one who has that mindset and you're in the you're in the room who who people who think negatively obviously that that infection is going to infect you like a like a, a disgusting virus and it's going to end up killing you it's going to kill your hopes you're going to kill your dreams you're going to kill your motivation so you need to go into a room where you don't have that infection, you don't have that that disgusting venom that's there to poison you. you know and I never started think, I never thought about that ever, and I am one hundred percent one hundred percent guilty of being being infected by the venom. I mean, growing up, I was just beat down by unfortunately by the very sole support that I thought that would benefit me, but at the time, I realized that all I was being taught was to be a hamster in the wheel. Don't be the hamster that escapes and goes on to broader pasture and learn how to enjoy the entirety of the world. No, 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 stay in your little hamster box, run that wheel and don't look about getting off of it. That's the way that I was conditioned the way I was trained. And trying to change that mindset is one of the scariest, most difficult things that I, that I have to do, but you know what? I built myself a really good circle so far and I, th- I think I'm starting to get out of it. It's like I'm, I'm a snake. I'm shedding out of this, this
2: skin that I once was, the ones that I had. No, making, having money isn't always a sign of success.
3: But if that's what your goal is, to be successful in monetary value, that's one, you know, then that's one form of success for the person that that is that has that goal in mind 100 percent subjective king culture and i agree with you on that so let's go ahead and play some motivating music since we already since we're, we're thinking like-minded that we want to be successful depending on if it's monetary value
2: or whatever it is let's just go ahead and jam out to one of my favorite songs ever in the entire existence of rap
5: I thought you're hey. Niggas ain't having no cheesy
6: like us, man.
5: Yeah, having no rap, easy. Yeah. Get up! <laughs> shit. <is. Girl. laughs> Where KCZ at, man? Tell him to sing that shit. Likes to fools. the song. Shit! Say that you got it all. Never been a sound. and I was having R E I D way before this rap game, nigga. Been time, thought you days, shades, Niggas, remember? Uh-huh. Real Branton, Danielle, them boys from Vallejo, and every light is automatic. Burn rubber, see my focus in the traffic. What's up, I'll Burn? All of that cap, it got dope in. My nigga uh, Shuck got some houses. I'm always hearing uh, rappers, big balling on they songs. I do that shit for real and you'll never say I'm wrong. S-500, straight sitting no 20s. TV in the dash, pimping hoes, getting money. I'm too short, baby, been down since the 80s. For the last eight years, rode
6: around in a Mercedes. Lexus, trucks, rock, bet, caddy. Uh, bitches don't call me by my name, they call me daddy. Call me daddy. Say that you got it all.
5: Riley never have no money like Ross but shit, we just wanna hit. Don't want the whole place don't put the two on the 10 don't never perpetrate. Like a lot of these fools I see on TV with the Armani Chanel versus Versace. My yeah. motherfuckers can't be broke down, sometimes. sometimes it's cool to fly. But don't buy $85,000 before you buy a house. said I couldn't rap, I just say bitch. I guess the bitch made me rich. And now you want to call
3: me hardcore while i'll be stepping out the shower on the marble floor I pay the that was e40 and too short with players ball it's just one of those songs that man it just gets me gets me going you know i'm, I'm in a hip-hop mood today i'm in a rap mood today but of course i got to throw in some uh, a mixture of songs throughout here in my my broadcast but you know let's get off of the let's get off on the more shit that's been really bothering me here in the last couple of days i'm not sure how many of you follow the news but one of the, the most disturbing thing not one of the, but, but I'm, I, one of the most disturbing things that I saw here in the last couple of weeks. Now, I've seen a lot of disturbing things in my life, but this right here really pissed me off. You know what I mean? So there was an arrest, and I don't know exactly what state it was in because I didn't really bother checking out what it was. But there was an individual, there was an African-American male who was handcuffed. Supposedly what the report was saying was that he was dis- he was disturbing the peace. Although according to reports there was no report of him disturbing the peace. These police officers saw him and assumed that he was disturbing the peace. So he was questioned, asked for his ID, found out that, you know, he was he was arguing with the police officers. The police officers handcuffed him. This individual asked the suspect who was in in handcuffs asked why was I being arrested? The officer says for disturbing the peace the individual says look man i wasn't disturbing the peace i was just minding my own business and when when was it against the law for me just to just to speak loudly in public and the cop says i don't want to hear it you need to spread your legs and the guy says i can't spread my legs and the guy says, well you need to lean back and the guy said how can i lean back i'm handcuffed well the officer that was standing in front of him leaned him back all the way to the ground and the guy was like why am i why are you putting me on the ground i'm not doing anything and the, and the guy wasn't fighting the, the, the guy who was in handcuffs was not resisting arrest he was he was already handcuffed he wasn't resisting he was trying to tell the guy look man i can't go back i'm gonna fall so the officer in front of him leaned him all the way down to the ground and he's like, why am i doing this why am i being arrested why am i laying down man this is this is messed up well, there's a cop that came from out of nowhere and stomped on the handcuffed individual's face. Not pushed his foot with his head. No, legitimately lifted his leg up and stomped him in the face. And the cop's words were, are you gonna cooperate now? Okay. Well, there's a couple of reasons why that really pissed me off and that really disturbed me. Number one, this individual was handcuffed and was unable to throw hands. This individual was laying on the ground and wasn't even kicking, all right? So there was, there, was two, there was two officers on one individual. But yet, the officer that came out from nowhere decided that it was perfectly okay and reasonable to stomp on a handcuffed suspect's face. You
2: know, look, man. If you're fighting for your life, I can completely
3: understand surviving by any means necessary. If again, if you are fighting for your life, if you are not fighting for your life, the individual was handcuffed. This dude wasn't even kicking. He wasn't even moving his legs. He was trying to roll off his, off his hands. Cause obviously they were hurting his hands and his shoulder and his elbow and his wrist. But because of that, the, another officer
2: decided. I'm going to stomp this guy's face and then ask him if he's ready to cooperate. Stomped him
3: in the face and handcuffed individual. Look, I don't care if you're, if, if whatever the crime you have committed, once you are in handcuffs and the, and the suspect isn't, and the suspect isn't fighting anymore if the suspect is verbally protesting but isn't fighting what gives anybody the right to stomp someone in the fucking face and of course you know unfortunately for this event the officers were white and the suspect was was an african american male so for the law enforcement agencies that are trying to feel, trying to build a better image and claim that racism isn't an issue They're not doing a very good job at it. You're right, Marcos, he was a fucking punk. I mean, what, anybody, you know, even if you're out in the street and if someone's on the ground restraining, you kick them in the fucking face, what's
2: wrong with you? It doesn't make any sense to me, but people, people were actually defending the cop. They were actually defending the cop saying that he was justified
3: in his right to stomp this dude in the face. I mean, are we so far disconnected with, with whatever beliefs we have that we're justifying someone getting stomped in the face by law enforcement when law enforcement's main job is to serve and protect? But just to be clear, I, I'm, not, I'm not defund the police. I am 100% for, to, you know, for having law enforcement. However, I am 100% behind having competent, non-racist, hateful cops. Again, if, if the suspect was beating the shit out of the cop and choking him out and the cop's life was endangered, then I can understand, again, by any means necessary. Because, you know, we all want to go home at the end of the day. So do cops. But... I mean, just look it up. I, I can't think of what the what the name is, but look up uh, officer kicks suspect in the face or actually stomps uh, suspect in the fa- on the face. It wasn't on the side of the head. It wasn't the top of the head. It wasn't the back of the head. This dude, this officer lifted up his leg chest high and stomped this dude directly on the face. The bottom of this officer's foot completely smashed the suspect's mouth, nose, and eyes. That's how, that's how bad he got stomped in the, in the face. Again, I don't know the crime. I don't care the crime. I really don't. I, I, I don't care about the crime. The only thing that I care about is that the suspect was not fighting. The suspect was not resisting arrest. He was verbalizing, why are you doing this to me? And then another, another
2: officer decided, well, Enough is enough, and I'm going to stomp this guy in the fucking face. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't understand the reasoning. You know,
3: when I was younger, I believed in anarchy, and I believed in, in the lawless. I really did. I don't believe in that now. I believe that every nation, every civilized nation, should have some sort of non bias fair justice system and some sort of law enforcement or military aspect to defend its people. I mean, without the people, the country would fail. You, you can have a hundred politicians, but without a, a million or so people in that country, the country's going to fail. You're not going to have enough to sustain. It's proven fact, you know, small countries get overran and they, and they just don't, they just cease to exist. But when I was younger, when I was in high school, my junior, senior year, when I was a drug addict, and, and, I, and I was 100% about anarchy and chaos and disrupting
2: the peace. I would have been 100% for no law enforcement.
3: But now that I'm older, I realize that the weak need to be protected.
2: However, it seems like the justice system is such a huge joke that you have to fit a certain criteria and category in order to, to receive justice. It's insane, man. It, it, it's truly insane. The, the video that I, that I watched on the news.
3: It, it's, it's crazy. It is, it is legitimately crazy that something like that happened. It, it, it blows my mind that it's still occurring up to now. Today, present time, 2021. This, this just happened maybe a week ago.
2: Maybe, I mean, no more than a week ago. And of course, the officer was suspended immediately.
3: Why was he suspended immediately? Oh, I don't know, because he did something completely illegal and un- unethical. You know, ethics is a funny thing. Ethics is one of those deals where my ethics, my moral compass might be a lot different from yours. It might be a lot different from the other person. However, we have a group of individuals who decided what the ethics and moral code should be. You know, I'm not bashing anybody's religion and I'm not bashing religion as a whole. But what I am saying is that it's insane to me. It is insane to me that if you don't find, if you don't follow the moral compass of a Bible and the ethics and root that was that were written then you're not a good person. However, a lot of the people who are unethical and violate the moral code are the same exact ones that preach and, and talk about how the Bible is, is law and they should 100% and,
2: or excuse me, they follow 100% what the Bible speaks of. It blows my mind. Man. You know, it, it's crazy. And it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see this guy's trial. I mean, it's on body cam, it's
3: on two body cams. <laughs> you know, he can't get away from what he did was illegal. I mean, the dude stepped on the guy's a handcuffed guy's face and asked him, Are you ready to, to cooperate? Now, motherfucker, he was already cooperating. All he was saying is, Why are you doing this? What am I being arrested for when he was handcuffed already, being laid down on the ground? And then he got
2: stomped in the goddamn face. Yep, 100% Marcos. It's insane, man. I just it had me thinking about
3: this a lot over the last few days, you know, before I uh, coming on live was What what makes someone moral code and someone someone's
2: ethics gear and steer in the way that they believe. What influences them? You know what I mean? I just it, it if you're interested in watching the video, I mean, you can Google it.
3: Just, just Google "officer stomps suspects in the on the
2: face," and you'll see the video. I mean, it's everywhere on the internet right now. See, but what, what, what's, what's driven me and my ethics? Because my
3: ethics and moral compass has changed over the past few years. Again, I just mentioned at the beginning of the show when I turned forty years old. I always felt like I had to act and be and do certain things since I was 40 years old. Now, back when I was a youngster, back when I was in my, in my teenage years, I figured that being 40 years old, I was, I was close to being dead. Like I was, I was already over the hill at 40 years old because I never actually knew any adult's age. But now that I'm 40 and I see other 40 year old, 40 year olds, I realized, God damn, what actually makes you 40? Is 40 a way of life? Is 40 a way of thinking? Or is 40 just a number? And I think it's yes to all of those questions. If you feel like you're 40 because that's the way you live your life, then that's how you're gonna feel and that's how you're gonna act. If you treat 40 just like a number, then that's what, then that's what it is, it's just a number. I know, people, I know people who 100% freak out and go completely nuts because of their age. I mean, I know someone personally, I mean, one of my, one of my, uh, my older sister who just turned 50 and she about lost her goddamn mind because she's 50 years old now. It's just a number. If you keep yourself relatively he- healthy, you keep yourself pretty active and you, you focus your mind on other things that's going to keep you young, like continuing learning, expanding your mind and open to yourself
2: to more experiences in the world. You're never going to feel the age that, that, that you are. boy i tell you that's just it's just nuts man i mean I, I i can't let me let me get my thoughts together we're gonna go ahead and cut out to a little musical break right now we're gonna listen to uh the doors back door man <laughs> <laughs>
3: That was The
2: Doors with Backdoor Man, one of my favorite bands of all time. The Doors,
3: I mean, you can't get any better than The Doors. I mean, okay, yeah, you, there's The Beatles and there's The Rolling Stones, but I mean, me personally, you can't get any better than The Doors. So I went on that tangent earlier about the officer stomping that that individual in the face for this reason right here now i'm not a political person i'm really not but i i enjoy reading stuff on the news that makes me laugh and chuckle and shake my head or as the or as the kids say sml or smh my head <laughs> so we all heard about the the ridiculous january 6 riot insurrection protest whatever you want to call it it was one it was illegal i mean they stormed the capitol it doesn't matter what side did it or who allegedly did it, it, it that's not important to me what's important to me is that conservatives republicans were all about back uh, back the blue uh thin blue line police lives matter you know the whole nine but as more and more people Are being arrested for the January 6th storming of the Capitol. More and more Republicans, and specifically been Republicans, have been condemning the actions of the Capitol state or the Capitol police officers. How they were 100% in the wrong. They shouldn't have been striking or hitting any individuals. They shouldn't have been. Uh, blocking them and not allowing them to freely walk into the Capitol as one, as one uh, storm in stormer said, we were simply going on a tour, but the police officers made it difficult. So we resisted because it is our right. Okay. Look, I, I understand. I, I understand you have rights. I'm not, we're not talking about the rights, but what, what, what cracks me up right now is the fact that the cops that did their job in the, in the January 6th chaos or, or debacle are now being condemned and saying that they're corrupt police officers. But the police officers that are legit, legitimately corrupt
2: aren't being called out. I guess it's just whatever fits the narrative, huh? I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy to me
3: how politicized everything is. I mean, hell, we have, we have dumbass Ted Cruz waging a war against Big Bird because Big Bird said, go get vaccinated. But what Ted Cruz doesn't realize is that Big Bird has been preaching vaccinations since like the 70s when he first came out. This isn't something new that Sesame Street just started doing. Sesame Street started talking about vaccinations from back in the early 70s, maybe mid 70s. You know, whenever, whenever, that, whenever he did that, just look it up, Big Bird vaccinations, original, his original post but because now we're in such a heavily, heavily politicized environment, everything is being scrutinized and everything is being pushed to the left, to the right. Nothing is is wrong, everything is right, everything is right, everything is wrong. Oh my gosh, it, it's, it's insane how many things are being politicized for personal gain, for reelection, for whatever the case may be. Are some of those political views right? Maybe, I'm not saying that they're not. Are some of them wrong? Of course they are. Everyone has a wrong opinion and a wrong out view. Does that mean that they deserve to be condemned and ridiculed? Absolutely not.
2: The, the, the explosion of social media, it it's made it okay for people
3: to comment instead of just scrolling by and ignoring it. You know, If you don't agree with something, just, just, not, just don't fucking comment on it. But it, it just it just cracks me up right now. It, it, it cracks it, it literally cracks me up that that the the people are being the January the Capitol police officers are being condemned and told that they were un American for doing their jobs. They were supposed to protect the Capitol and the and the politicians that were inside of there, and because they did that, now they're being condemned. All those same individuals that were talking about. We support, we back the blue, are the same exact individuals that were saying that the police officers at the in Washington, D.C. were
2: wrong for doing what they did. It's crazy. Absolutely insane with that shit.
3: But hey, you know, every, this is this is America. Everybody's everybody's in, you know, free to make any statement they want. Just don't force it on other people and then get mad when people don't
2: agree with you. Boy, I tell you. So uh, there's an interesting conversation. Let's move on past past politics for now. We'll
3: we'll we'll make a we'll make a, a, a scenic detour and then head back into a little bit more
2: politics. I mean, nothing 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 intense, but what is considered child abuse? People might argue that one spank on the butt is considered child abuse. When I was younger, when I first had my kids, I firmly believed that swatting your kids on the butt was a way to keep
3: them in line and teach them from right and wrong. But what's too far? What, what, what classifies as taking it too far? Is two swats on the, on the butt? Is that child abuse? Is one swat on the butt child abuse? Now, you know, Again, I was, I was an advocate for spanking your child since, you know, I got my ass whooped when I was a kid and I said my ass whooped because that's exactly what happened to me. I got my ass whooped as a child. But I think one of the worst things in the world are the, the, the way that you say the verbiage, the, the verbal interactions and the threats that you make. I think that's one of the worst things too. Like I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Keep it up. I'm
2: going to beat you. And it seems like different words for different people justify spanking
3: their kids on the butt. You know, like, what sounds worse? I'm gonna beat your ass. Or I'm gonna spank you. Which one sounds worse? They're both, I mean, the, the end result is both the same. You know, I, what, it doesn't matter what you use. I'm gonna spank you, you're still gonna, you know, you're still gonna put hands on your
2: child. I'm gonna beat your ass, you're still gonna put your hands on your child. So what classifies as child abuse? I mean, n- n- my entire existence, I never, I never thought that I
3: would ever consider what I did. To, I mean, I, I don't I didn't, I didn't like, you know, completely throw my kid. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't put my kid through a fucking wall or anything like that. Like F is for family says. But I, I usually spanked my kids, one good spank, you know, good one butt whooping on their butt when they were, you know, ridiculously out of hand. But were they really ridiculously out of hand if they were just being rambunctious, curious kids? And I think as adults, we forget that. I think we forget that kids are kids. Remember, the way that we were raised, was, was I'm pretty sure a lot of our parents, depending on what year you, you, or what decade you grew up in, our parents missed the mark 100%. I mean, I know for me, I was. I, my mom missed the mark completely with me. I was. Boy, I tell you.
2: But did that, does, does physical reinforcement actually mold the
3: child into the adult that they're going to be? Or is it quite opposite? Or is there a fine line? Is there a balance in between where you're, you'll be able to
2: have a healthy reader a physical redirection when you when you put it when you talk about it out loud it sounds really bad but when you don't speak about it it's
3: pretty it's pretty justifiable right i mean that's the way i figured it i didn't think about it until just recently I, i was listening to i was listening to this interview i mean welcome mr I was listening to this interview I was listening to the Howard Stern show. I love listening to the Howard shirts, the Howard Stern show. I mean, I've, i recently became obsessed with the Howard Stern show. Yes. I know he's past his prime. I understand that he's no longer the shock jock. He once was to build his career, but I truly enjoy listening to Howard Stern. There was this interview with this random individual. It was, it was a phone interview and they were talking and this guy asked Howard Stern, there's no difference. In child abuse, the only difference is the way that it's communicated or the way that the child is threatened is the only thing that makes the difference. Because, again, like I mentioned earlier, the end result is that if the child's going to get spanked, the child's going to get spanked. But how do you verbalize it? How do you, how do you, if you keep that up, again, like I mentioned earlier, if you keep that up, I'm going to beat your ass. If you keep that up, I'm going to spank you. The end result is you're still laying hands on your child. So, what constitutes as child abuse we understand you know the neglect severe physical harms uh, mental harm emotional destruction we I, i understand all that but does spanking your child once
2: on the butt does that constitute as child abuse i haven't spanked any, any of my kids in
3: years now. I mean I, my, my kids are all older now. I have an eighteen year old a 16 year old and a 12 year old and they're all for the most part I mean every kid is going to have their relapse they're, they're, they're little they're, I, always, I always use this reference. I always say that kids are like velociraptors. If for those of you who remember Jurassic Park, I believe it was the first movie The original movie, not the remake Jurassic park one where They were talking about the velociraptor cage and the guy says, you know, they said, well, the, the, the entire,
2: the entire cage or cell is, is reinforced with, with electricity.
3: However, the velociraptors are running around testing and they continue, they continue to electrocute themselves because they're testing the boundaries of the, of the enclosement to see where's the weak spot. And I always, I always use that reference with the kids. The kids are like velociraptors. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna keep testing until they can break through.
2: But, again, what, what constitutes as child abuse? Now that I'm older
3: and now that I've, I've, I've thought things a little differently, I don't think that kids should have should get any any hands laid on them at all. To be honest with you. But I also don't believe that you should take one of those lackluster, now listen here, buddy. You really need to stop. Do not hit me in the face. See, that's where I I have a a problem. It's like, if your child hauls off and smacks you in the mouth, what do you do? I mean, reaction to a lot of people is gonna smack the kid right back. But at that point, are you actually disciplining the kid or are you just fighting back off a reaction because you wouldn't let someone you know, do that on the street? When your kid is acting wild on the yard, do you match that energy or do you take certain extreme measures non-physical to punish the child and try to redirect the behavior? What do you do? Again, I, there's no book for this. I mean, there are books, but do you agree with it? If, depending on your culture, depending on your, on your
2: upbringing, depending on your point of views, how far do you follow? And how far do you not follow? Huh? Well, that might work, mister. But I know, I knew, I knew an individual who got into, there was a an individual when I was in high school. And the father
3: busted out the window of my friend's car door and threatened to hit him or threatened him. You know, according to my buddy, I don't know the exact if what their, what their personal thing was, but according to my buddy, his, his dad never hit him. He just did extreme things like, you know, again, at school, he brought, he busted out my friend's car window. Well, my friend said, Hey, you're going to pay for that. And he pushed his dad, then the dad just hauled off and knocked him out, right in the, right in the face. It's not funny, I shouldn't laugh. But again Where, where, where is the line drive? Again, my friend was 17, getting ready to turn 18 in the following month. So was that, was that two adults fighting? Is there a certain age when that doesn't happen? Suzanne, thank you for joining the live. Welcome to the show. Is there a certain age where it's no longer a, you know a
2: child? I understand it's always going to be your child. And I understand that it's still going to be a child, but at, the, at 17,
3: 16, 17, 18 years old, if the child strikes back, is that pretty much a fight now? Is that just, does that eliminate the child abuse portion of it? It's also confusing. I don't understand. I don't think I ever will. I just play it day by day. I kind of uh, test the wind and follow the, the breeze and see where it takes me. Sometimes it takes me in the right place. Sometimes it doesn't. I think that goes for a lot of us.
2: <laughs> I, I, I mean, that's what I'm thinking, mister. I think it, it's a fight at that point. But who knows? Let's go ahead and uh, we're going to change uh, speed
3: here. Let's go ahead and uh, listen to another, take a short little break. Let's enjoy Nipsey Hustle with Hustle and Motivate.
7: show today, it's all I'm trying to do, hustle and motivate, choppers are throw away, hustle the overweight, that's why they follow me, huh, they think I the am in the way, cause I took control of things, ball the solo way, and if you pattern my trend, i make you my protege, it's that soldier race, niggas don't know them days, take you in back of the buildings, make you expose your rage. Mm-hmm. Take you across the tracks. Make you explode the face. Now you official now. But you about a soul to say. I just been cooking that new. I'm about to drop in the few. Think if I call it the great, the people gonna call it the truth. I ain't really tripping on the credit. I just paid all of my dues. I just respected the game. Got my name all in the news. Tripping on all of my moves. Quote me on this, got a lot more to prove. Remember I came in this bitch Fresh out the county With
5: nothing don't new don't do this for nothing No Put the ground oh You yeah. but well, I don't do this shit for nothing No, no, no Not at all yeah. mama de- me, de- You But my money Money remains That you do Oh yeah. so, so I don't do this shit for nothing no. Got it all, oh. I told like, her nah, 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 nah. oh, uh, uh. i got not Oh, I'm just getting So I don't do this shit for nothing. Got it all, whatever I love. I still
7: am motivated. Back in this bitch like I never left. Stand for some shit that you never read. Passing through stages in life, through the ups and the downs, like it's all just another test. Get by the blues like a fucking ref I got respect in a hundred sets. Too many J's need another chest Glad no games if it wasn't chess Come from that cloth that you couldn't stretch Come from that circle you couldn't test Heavily pressured and under stress. Even though niggas ain't sure it was a mess Honest as they're playing to the left Cause a young nigga by their dress That's is no action, what they expect Only thing we knew for sure is the banger is set Fuck living basic, I'm taking risks Fuck what they saying, I'm saying this waste your so time. It don't make you rich, it don't mean nothing, so fuck them, let's make a grip. Double up, triple up, make a Ballin' so hard, you can play a bitch. Lead to the lake if they wanna fish. Make sure them niggas around you stick to the script. It should be written in stone. You should come visit my zone. Don't take my word, double check all of my flows. Ask them how hustle got on, but fuck what you heard. This for who walked down that road. So they-
3: that was Nipsey Hussle. Hustle, Hustle Motivate. One of my favorite songs from Nipsey Hustle. You're right, Mr. That was pretty sad how he get how he was taken out, man. It was ridiculous. All because, you know, some people say it was because of clout. It was because he, of what he's done when he was an active gang member. You know, whatever the reason is, he was shot in front of his store just trying to make it, you know, just trying to make it in the in this world. Just like all of us are. It's it's insane, man. Like it, it's crazy how many people are just getting taken out left and right. So let's go on to more lighthearted news. A lot of you have probably been following the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. I haven't because I don't give a shit about Kyle Rittenhouse. But one thing that did crack me up was that he made headlines just yesterday for the, re- <laughs> for the ridiculous crime scene he put on in front of the judge and the jurors. When he was asked to give his testimony or give a statement, he started bawling and it was great. The faces that he made, the noises, it was, it was, I mean, it was like, Yo, it was... <laughs> it was... <laughs> Oh, it was fucking awesome. And it was, what's bad is that it was so awful. It, he was like ugly crying, but he wasn't crying. You know, it was, it, it seemed like it was, there's this big intense embarrassment not not for what he was saying just him being embarrassed and being and being choked up about having to speak in public i don't care about kyle rittenhouse whatever he did he did it doesn't i don't i don't care whatever the justice feels that he deserves is what's going to be you know it's going to be served and in my opinion isn't going to change anything i'm just here to ridicule it and make fun of him (laughs) it was great i mean for those of you who want to get a laugh just just google just youtube i mean you can even youtube kyle rittenhouse Crying on the stand—it's fucking hilarious the way that his face was looking. It reminded me—it really reminded me of a child who was punished, but not severely punished. You know, they were just told that they had to—they were told that they just had to turn off the video game and and you know go do something outside, and they just start fake crying. It was fucking awesome. I mean, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in a long time. It was oh my God, I, I watched it at least five times, and once I get some uh some certain technology here going on I'm, I'm going to be able to just keep that in uh, in uh one of my samples so I can trigger it and, and just have just have that sound clip over and over. It was great <laughs> Oh it was fucking hilarious. Thank you for the like mister. I greatly appreciate it. I I appreciate everyone who likes the show I, I, I thank you very much. It was, it was great. I mean, if you want to laugh, if, if, if you want to choke, I mean, don't look at it as, as, as him being, you know, persecuted or him being in the wrong or the right. Just look at it, open-minded as a funny, funny, funny thing that, that occurred. It had me cracking up so bad. Again, I watched it like four or five times. It was just, I was just laughing so hard the entire time. Is it wrong? Probably. Do I care? No, not really. I don't care. It was just great. Uh, he's going to be famous i mean he's going to go viral just just for him crying on the stand and it's funny because everyone oh he's suffering from extreme uh paranoia not paranoia i'm sorry extreme ptsd from the tragic events that that uh, that occurred he, that might well be other people are saying oh he's putting on a show so he can pull on the on the emotional heartstrings of the jury that could be it as well it doesn't matter when you're when you're facing several years in prison you're going to do what you can to to be found not guilty and not having to do any prison time so it doesn't matter i again i don't care one way or the other the thing i cared about was the ridiculous facial expressions that he was making the fake ass noise cry that he was doing It was it was great i mean oh my gosh it was hilarious so i just found out for those of you who were in my live last week and my and i got and everyone got kicked out at the two hour mark i just realized not i just realized but I, I was just told by Podbean the other day that the reason why everyone was kicked out of my live was because I, had, I do not have enough notoriety to get more airtime. So the more, the more of you guys, the more of you who interact with the show, the more time that I get. Apparently I have to climb tiers or some kind of other shit to, to uh, be able to have more on airtime, which I didn't know that. But that was a shock for me to be told that, hey, you're doing well on your live, but you, you're, you don't you're you're being capped out at two hours. That's why I'm going to start my own radio show. I have to, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm in the works. I'm in the works. And then once I get my own radio show, everyone will have the link. It'll be, and we'll, I'll be able to broadcast for as long
2: as I want. I'll do a four hour show if I feel like it. I don't know if I'll have the lungs or the stamina to do that. I might have to, I
3: might have to build that up. But for now, if you want to laugh, if you're, if you're, when what's today thursday if your thursday morning is is kind of down and it's kind or thursday afternoon depending on what part of the state you are in or the country you are in just google kyle rittenhouse crying on stand and you will get a laugh you will get a little chuckle out of it because it made me laugh it it was fucking great so one of the things that absolutely pissed me off over the over the last few weeks is like a lot of things that that's why I try not to read the news, but because I do my live and
2: I and I do a lot of hear things on on live, I enjoy that I I am able to. Yeah, I have a I have a a paid account to do two
3: hours a day. I I'm, I'm on the whatever tier it is. I can't remember what it is, but apparently. You have to do more. But that's why uh, pretty soon, Mr. I will be heading over to Radio King, starting my own radio station. That way I can, I have more freedom, more hours, and I don't have to worry about anything other than having you guys listen and getting the link out on time. That's the only thing that I'll have to worry about once I head over to Radio King. But I was reading in the news again. I hate reading the news, but I read the news at, at the same time because I just enjoy seeing what's going on in the world. But For those of you who haven't heard about it, there was a a horrific event that occurred in Loudoun, Loudoun County, Virginia, where a young female was raped by an alleged transgender female. And the father lost his mind. The father of the female that was raped went in and completely lost his mind on the school board. And the school board dismissed it, saying that it wasn't as severe as it was. Well, to find out that the individual was not a trans female, that instead, according to reports, that he
2: was just a predator, it wasn't the first time that he had sexually assaulted an individual. So what, what, what really bothered me was that the mom
3: of the, of the gentleman who assaulted the young lady flat out said in a news report that if the young lady was able to was stronger and able to defend herself she would never have been raped now that is wrong on a whole variety of levels absolutely pissing me off i mean you don't you don't disregard someone's assault i don't care if it's male or female you don't disregard someone being assaulted as them being weak and what was even crazier was even more disturbing is that when he was kicked out of school and transferred to another school he wasn't arrested at the time but when he was transferred to another school guess what happened you guessed it he sexually assaulted another another young another young female
2: in almost the same exact way that he assaulted the female at the school he was he was kicked out of But for the mom
3: to flat out say that the victim would not have been the victim if she was stronger and didn't allow herself to be assaulted is one of the main reasons why victims never come out and bring the predators to justice. And that that brings me to why I'm a huge advocate for street justice, If, if it's warranted. Not, not, no, not street justice out of hate or out of any malicious intent. No, if street justice, if the law can't handle it and, and have a biased opinion and the, and the predator isn't dealt with accordingly, then I think street justice is, is the appropriate thing. But for the mom to tell the victim, the reason why you were raped is because you were weak and you allowed yourself is completely unacceptable. That is the most fucked up thing you can ever tell someone who's a victim. Woody Bush, inter- I love your, your handle, man. That's one of the best handles that I've seen in a while. Woody Bush, that, that's, that's pretty
2: awesome. <laughs> it's just insane to me that, that a mom of all of all people. Yazzie, welcome to the live. Hey, how's it going, everybody?
3: California. Hey, what part of California? I'm originally from Bakersfield, California. I live in San Antonio, Texas now but I'm originally from Bakersfield. Oh, Canada, my bad. Sorry, Canada, California, the CA. All right, I've been to Canada. I went to Vancouver when I lived in Washington. It's a pretty cool place. It threw me off though, walking around, seeing a uh, scene that said washroom everywhere. I was like, well, I don't need to wash my hands. I need to pee. But then I realized that in Canada, <laughs> the restrooms are called washrooms. <laughs> Yes. Yes. An ignorant American thing to, uh, to assume that the entire world is going to have washroom. I mean, uh, have a bathroom instead of, instead of a restroom or instead of washroom. (laughs) But I mean, it it blows my mind that, that a mom is going to tell the victim, you know, I understand you're always going to protect your child. Don't get me wrong. For the most part, you're going to protect your child depending on what is going on. (laughs) <laughs> Every tree is a bathroom. I like that one. <laughs> I, I like I like your idea of a bathroom, Woody Bush. But it, I mean, you're going to defend your child no matter what, and for the most part, you're going to want to, you know, break down the character of the individual accusing your child. But in this case, you 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 said that the victim is a victim for being weak and allowing the rape to happen. Boy, I tell you. It's crazy. So again, like I mentioned, I have, uh, I have about 45 minutes left on my live before I get shut down automatically. So we're going to take another quick break. We're going to listen to Joyner Lucas featuring
2: Logic, and the song is called Isis. It's a great song, by the way, badass song.
8: Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or better known as ADHD, is a mental disorder that affects an individual's ability to focus, causing them to move around more frequently. They may also have trouble controlling their impulsive behaviors.
5: One time for them praying on my downfall. Two times for the homies in the child hall. Three times for them hoes on the internet, shitting on niggas when they really should get out more. Four times for the days I was all bad. Five times for the bitches so they call back. Six times for the kids like me who got ADHD just been kidnapping nigga like ISIS, whoa, turn the whole world to a crisis, whoa, walk around the city with an ice pick, I've been paranoid, usually I ain't like this, ain't no telling how crazy I might get, whoa, beat the police with a ice stick, whoa. In my whole life, I've been lifeless. Now I'm so fly, I'm a motherfucking flight risk. Whoa. Fuck a couple of till I pass out. Whoa. Niggas throwing stones on my glass house. Whoa. I remember sleeping on my dad's couch. Whoa. Now I got the Bentley and it's blacked out. Whoa. Family looking at me like a cash cow. Whoa. Everybody dissing just a half plow. Whoa. Thought you had a chance, now you assed out. Nigga, I'm the motherfucking man. Where you at now? Whoa. Fucking, I'ma hit him till they jumping. Nine tripping. this is nothing. I've been living in the dungeon. I done held a couple grudges. What the hell, I got to duck to meet the devil? I'm a cousin. I ain't settled for nothing. Got a medal in the truck and Keep a semi when the bus and niggas Ducking, you sleepy, want the see coming, night judging. I just want the money, I don't need a budget. I've been hungry, I ain't got no oven, but I got some hunters, nigga. How you gonna move on the front line? If I don't fuck with you, I just cut ties. My high school teacher said I'd never be shit. Tell that bitch that I turned out just fine. And no, I don't know you for the 12th time. We do not share the same bloodline. You let her run your mouth like a tough guy. Hope you keep the same energy when it's crunch time.
8: According to the American Psychiatric Association, it affects roughly 8% of children and 2% of adults, commonly believed to only affect boys because they are perceived as rowdy. In just,
5: just. One time for them praying on my downfall. Yeah. Two times for them bitches in the South Shore. Whoa. Three times for them days on the block getting chased by the cops like a motherfucker outlaw. Four times for them days that were all bad. Woo. Five times for the bitches who ain't called back. Yeah. Six times for the kids like me who got ADHD. Just a Been trying to need a couple of hearses. Woo. Double
8: homicide, kill the beat and the verses. Everybody living on the surface. But we came from the underground, yeah, we deserve. What's beef? Beef is when you murder motherfuckers on the beat. Kill them all, kill them all, nah, nah. What's beef beef brothers dying over shit that never mattered in the first place lying in the street what's peace peace is when you leave it in the past let it heal like a cast when enough time passing Ass. Kinda like John with bars, like a convict. Fuck a runner, you don't wanna start shit. Woo! come on with the hot shit. All they do is talk shit. You can never stop it, boy. Just stop. stop High it. end drunk, call that HD vision. All these other motherfuckers full of indecision. And I murder with precision all over your television. I'm numero uno, number one of you is just a subdivision. Never listen, we gon' a missing. That's the mission, like ISIS. Ain't no time to figure over who the nicest. It's logic, it's obvious. Just ask the audience. I've come to body this shit. Yes, it's egregious. I'm Regis, you Kelly, you pussy, you, pussy. you Push me, I'm Louis Vuitton. You ain't get with your mom on the internet still hating on my last post i just said to stay back at mastro's my god me and Jordan need a couple hearses Woo! double homicide kill to be and a verse
3: on- joiner lucas
2: featuring logic one of my favorite songs from that's a badass song so well, let's go on to the next topic one of the next topics
3: is a pretty hot topic right now we are going to go to everyone's favorite favorite aaron rogers <laughs> You know, Aaron Rodgers, the MVP quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, the guy who is now in hot water for lying to the NFL and to his employer saying that he was vaccinated when he wasn't really vaccinated because of whatever reason. I'm not, I don't care if you're vaccinated. I don't care if you are vaccinated. If you want to get vaccinated, great. If you don't want to get vaccinated, great. I don't, I don't care. That's not my body and that's not my, my job to tell you, you should go do one thing or the other. I really don't give a shit. But the reason why I brought Aaron Rodgers up is because I fully feel and believe that he should be penalized to the extent of whatever the penalty should be. And I know you're thinking, Grumbler, you just said that I know what I just said. But the reason why I feel that he should be punished to the full extent is that he lied to his employer. He lied to his employer. That's the reason why I think he should be punished not because of being vaccinated and because of not being vaccinated. He lied to his employer. Now let's think about regular people like us, the regular folk, the ones who are able to muster up enough extra cash to pay Mr. Aaron Rodgers and the entire Green Bay NFL, actually the entire NFL. If we were to lie to our employer about something that has been a policy, what would happen to us? We would get written up, suspended, and or fired depending on how severe and what the tolerance for the policy is, right? Right. So on that note, why would Aaron Rodgers be exempt from being punished for lying to his employer? Again, I don't care if he's vaccinated. I don't care if he's not vaccinated. That's not, that's not what I care about. My, what I'm caring about is the fact that he lied to his employer and he's getting upset that everyone is condemning him for lying to his employer. Now again, now if you or I had lied to our employer about a policy that was that was made a policy, we would be in so much trouble. Again, possibly written up and/or let or suspended and/or let go. That's the only reason that I feel that he should be punished to the full extent of whatever the punishment holds for lying to your employer now the lie was is that he told his employer that he was fully vaccinated and that of course the nfl is is mandating vaccines for their players for the protection of their players you know i i whatever you know that that's that is your understanding or that is your your mandation that is your policy for your entire team to be vaccinated in order to fulfill your job duties Aaron Rodgers decided to tell the uh, Green Bay Packers that, yeah, I have been vaccinated. Come find out someone dropped dimes and he wasn't vaccinated. I'm not punishing him. I don't think he should be punished just based off of him not being vaccinated. He should be punished for lying.
2: Excuse me, lying to his employer. That's what I'm screaming about. But now since mr aaron Rodgers is having all the negative publicity against
3: him now it's woe is me please don't cancel me i'm a victim of the woke culture i'm a victim of everything You're, why are you playing the victim now aaron you weren't playing the victim when you were lying to your employer when you lied to your employer you weren't playing the victim then you were 100 saying yo i am vaccinated and i i have immunity although he never said i was vaccinated what he stated was that i have been i have immunity However, it doesn't matter if you have been diagnosed or had, you know, recovery, recovered from COVID. The point is, is that you need to show proof of vaccination in order for you to fulfill your job duties. That is what the choices are. And if not, you are punishable by termination and suspension or suspension and or termination. I fully believe 100% that Aaron Rodgers should be sidelined and should be suspended for that reason, for lying to his employer. Again, I'm not, I'm not pro-vaccine. I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a pro vaxer. I'm not an anti vaxer. I'm whatever you want to do. If you want to go get the vaccine, fuck it, go get it. And if, for those of you who are on the edge of, of wanting to be vaccinated and you don't know because of all the horror stories, I'll tell you I'm vaccinated and I had no symptoms. I had no side effects. I had zero. I didn't even have a sore arm. I got vaccinated and went back to work. That's how that's how quick and and easy it was for me. Am I telling you to go get vaccinated? No. Am I telling you not to go get vaccinated? No. I don't care. (laughs) Whatever you want to do. It's your choice, man. However, for my purpose of this conversation is that Aaron Rodgers should be punished for lying to his employer. Again, if we lie to our employer, we would be in a whole shitload of trouble. That's my biggest thing, is that we would be in a whole lot of trouble if we lied to our employer. So why would it be. Why, why would it be okay for a famous athlete to lie to their employer and get away with it and still play? That's what you exactly. That's why I'm like, fuck Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) man, it's crazy. you know, it's like, okay, he's an MVP football player. Great. But he lied. He lied to the employer. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he's able to do backflips over the fucking goalposts. It doesn't matter. He lied to the employer. If I lied to my employer, I would be suspended and or fired, depending on how severe the, the penalty was for violating the policy. That's it. That's my, that's my whole point. Aaron Rodgers is crying. Literally, I am a victim of woke culture. Please stop trying to cancel me. I, I, I am not an animal. I am a human being. Stop trying to cancel me. I hate woke. Shut your dumb ass up, man. You lied. You lied to the goddamn, you, you lied to your boss. That's my biggest rant and rave about the whole deal is that you lied to your boss. You should be punished for lying to your boss. That's the bottom line. God damn, it's an hour and a half already on air. And I feel like I've only been doing it for about 20 minutes. I, I really love going on air with everybody. I, I, I really enjoy it. It's, it's really fun. I have, a, I have a fucking blast. So that's enough of that. I'm going to say about, uh, old Mr. Aaron Rogers. Old
2: Mr. Aaron Rogers is a, is a fucking goofball. you know that's one of my big dreams i want to get knighted
3: i'm trying to i'm trying to i'm going to start writing a petition to the queen it's like look i'm already the king of radio and the king of podcast so queen elizabeth would you just just knight me and i will already have my step my my way paved into the into royalty that's what i want could you imagine sir graveyard grumbler that has a fucking ring to it man sir graveyard grumbler even if you want to just take out the graveyard. Sir Grumbler, that has a goddamn ring to it. I'm gonna to petition to the Queen to knight me. I think that's gonna happen. I'm gonna start writing letters now. I, I still know how to write in cursive, so I can even write it in fancy, in fancy wording right now. But you know what? Right there, see Woody Bush. I appreciate you right there, man. I already have one, one going towards petition of becoming Sir Grumbler. I think that has a goddamn ring to it, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's get away from all the politics, you know, let, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's enjoy a more interesting topic that most of us can relate to. Maybe all of us can relate to, I mean, depending on, depending on what you're, what you're, I mean, it's a topic that everybody can really, can relate to. We'll get into that topic after this break. We're going to listen to Marsh by Eminem.
9: My name is Martian. Martian. This world, I'm out of it. Because with all this ABC shit, I'm starting to sound like Alphabet. Ha! Huh, I kill me. I kill this medicine's counterfeit. I was misled by the sound of it. How am I going to get turned up on this Valium shit? Yeah. Checked in at the royal garden to chill and avoid my problems until paranoia caused me to feel like I'm going bonkers. For real, think my toilet's talking. I spilled, like, like 40 bottles. The pills think your boy is starting. to feel like a spoiled carton of milk. It just a curve. My girl's cheating, I'm kicking that fucking bitch to the curb. But the word fucking ain't meant to be a descriptive word. The type of bitch she is ain't no adjective, it's a verb. Hope thinks her snatch is magical, but that's how she attracts men, though. Traps them in a text similar to an actual arachnid or a vaginal tarantula or black widow. In fact, it'll be nothing to throw that little bitch with a capital beat out the back window with a black Cadillac limo, like a whack demo. When I'm strapped, with will spit rapid, like a rat to a hat, but I'll aim that. Then will do fire, bitch. I can out-rap Reynolds. A patent middle will be great, but a napkin'll do return of the sickle, head spinning like a invisible scratch pickles yeah shady's back see the bat signal It's time to go bat shit like you accidentally ate a louisville slugger and crapped it i'd like to introduce myself hi there bitch my, my name, name is martian i'm out this world swirl it's on my chest superman like it's plural call me extra extra terrestrial extra 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 terrestrial yeah i could keep beefing Fuck is the point? I can make it really difficult for motherfuckers to come to Detroit. If you're still looking for smoke. I already gave you an L, I'd rather just see you in Hell, but I should get Puff on a joint. Wait, run it back, I said give you an L, in Hell, Puff on a joint. I am the blunt you avoid, used to get jumped from my proings. When I was growing up, they said a Slinky's a wonderful toy. My mother thought I was such a fun little boy. Yo, what a bundle of joy, until the morning she suffered a punch in the groin. From a tantrum I was throwing like a motherfucking disgruntled employee. I don't cut the beat till I fucking destroy it. Once I get going, rain's thunder it's storming, puddles are forming, I hear somebody's voice. Yo. In my head, say it's still a dream. Then he said, kill him cheese, trippy red, with pills and lean. Sipping
3: that was marsh by eminem probably one of the greatest rappers of all time i mean he's definitely in the top five so the topic that i was going to bring up what was considered cheating well i mean we all we all know the blatant physical you know, go clap cheap with someone who's not your significant other cheating. We understand that. But I was, I was introduced recently into emotional cheating. I mean, an emotional affair. Now I'm not talking about like, yo, we're, you know, you just cheated. And now my red and black tool bag is in my, is in my mistress's uh, car. And now she owns all of my tools and I can't find my bag anymore type cheating. I'm not talking about that type cheating. I'm talking about an emotional type, an, an emotional an affair. What does that mean, Sir Grumbler, a.k.a. King of Radio? Well, what that means, my fellow constituents, it means that in, or, instead of ha- opening up and building an emotional connection with this, with the person that you're dating right now, Rather, you know, whatever spouse, either be your your husband, your wife, whatever, whoever your significant other is. Instead of opening up and engaging in emotional, having emotional connection with them, you open up to someone else and build an emotional connection with, the, with somebody else. And I don't know exactly, but according to a few women that I've spoken to, that hurts a lot more than the actual physical affair. Now, for those of you who are inside of my life right now, what do you think would would it hurt more knowing that you, that that your significant other was able to connect with somebody emotionally on a level that you have not been able to connect with or would it hurt worse if they just went and clapped some cheeks real quick and you found out that they were clapping cheeks What would what would be worse I mean, there, 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 you know, there's, there's a flat-out black and white. Hey, you're cheating. This is what's happening. It's in ink. And there, there's also the muddy lines on, on what the stipulations are for people who are in the relationship have agreed on, or who have set that are considered cheating. Now, I don't know. You know, it, it's crazy that. I, I mean. For someone who's not, for who, so for someone who's emotionally void or someone who's unable to connect on a deeper level, would that be considered cheating if they built up a close friendship with somebody else? You know, for me personally, I mean, again, I didn't know that emotional an, an, an emotional affair was actually a thing i started learning about it you know I, and i spoke to my wife mrs graveyard grumbler about the situation and she fully wholeheartedly agrees that an emotional affair would hurt as much if not even more than a physical affair would now I mean, she's not giving me a hall pass to go out and fuck around you know I, I mean that's not that's not what i'm getting at but what i'm getting at is that Thank you for the like, Mister. I appreciate that. What what I'm getting at is, if you found out that your significant other was connecting on 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 a different level than what you and your significant other are are connecting on, how upset would you be? So, for example, say that you're 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 rummaging through some. Well now it's not even letters now now it's all by the phone but say that you're you're looking up something on your on your significant other's phone and you happen to come across a text message chain that they're speaking with someone that you don't know or even you or even we'll get to that next but someone that you don't know for now for this example and they they were your significant other and this individual that you don't know are able to have conversations that are way different and a lot deeper thanks marcos for the like i appreciate it that are that that's been way deeper and more intimate than you and your significant other have ever been able to have would you blow it off and say eh, it happened and you're okay with it, or would you fly off the handles and be completely pissed off at the fact that they are having those type of conversations? Now, they, had, they didn't tell you about it. They don't tell you about it, but you find out. Thank you for the coffee, Margot. That's really going to help me stay awake. But you find out about it. How upset would you be?
2: Now, when when that was presented to me, I I I, I didn't know
3: what to and how to react. No, I didn't, I didn't catch, you know, I, I didn't catch my wife. I I don't, I don't, I don't search my wife's phone. I don't search anything from her. You know, I feel that if we're going to be, if we're going to trust each other and have that trust, then we're going to go ahead and and trust each other. I, I mean, I don't search through her phone, but I know, I know guys who their significant others search their phone and vice versa. I know guys who search their wife's phone, like they are the fucking FBI. So if you stumble across that 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 deeper level of conversation, is that cheating? If there's no physical, there's no 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 physical affair going on, it's just a deeper conversation than what you and your significant other have had. Is that considered cheating? Let me know, yes or no. That, it's a tough one. I mean, I, I wish I can say that, hey, you know, I'm, I'm 100% for the, you know, emotional conduct. I, I'm a damaged, I'm a damaged soul. The reason why I asked, mister, if there's nothing hiding, if there's nothing but conversation, why would she hide it? Or vice versa, why would he hide it? Well, it's simple, because if you know that you're unable to connect with your significant other's conversation on, on that level, you don't want to... But what what classifies as innocent, though? Again, we, we it was a conversation earlier about subjective success, success being subjective. What is considered innocent? You know, if there if there's no sexual, if there's no sexting or anything like that, but they opened up with each other on a level that they have yet to open up with their significant other. Is that innocent? or is that considered crossing the line you know what i mean if there's no sexting going on which a lot of people consider innocent or not innocent if there's no sexting going on for this instance for this example we're going to say that sexting at this point is 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 a guilty thing and should not be done without you know agreement from all parties so if there's no sexing going on but the significant other in this in this in this case we're saying that it's a you know it's a gal we're gonna say she so if if she isn't sexting and there's no sexting going on but she opened up to this individual on a level that he hasn't been able to to open or she hasn't been able to open up with her significant other is that cheating if it's hidden i think it's wrong 100 i i i i think it's wrong as well but if it's out in the open but there's no sexting but you read that she's opened up to this to this other guy or other gal depending on you know whatever the flavor is in a in a level that you've never opened up with on with your significant other is that wrong but there's no sexting going on. There's no. There's nothing dirty. There's no. Hey, I want to smell your panties on a hot summer day after you finish running a marathon. I'm not talking about you know anything dirty like that. Not even. Hey, we just finished watching a show and I want to clap your your cheeks like it, like they're giving an encore. <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm not talking about anything like that. What. What I'm talking about is, is, is an emotional affair where one person is able to open up way more to to somebody else than they are to their significant other. Now that's a fine you know, that, that's a blurred line. A lot of people say, "Yo, that's 100% an affair because you should be able to open up to your spouse or your significant other that way." See that, and that's where and that's where it's at. It, it's not really a sexual level, but in a trustworthy way. That's that's where it is apparently. And this is statistical, and I I looked it up before I started opening my mouth because I always stick my foot in my mouth, and I, I I have a size thirteen foot, and that takes up a lot of room in my mouth. But statistically, men feel that any conversation, any conversation with the opposite sex, with a female, you know, we're talking about female at this point, any conversation with another man is an automatic cheat and violation of trust and it should never happen and it's it's cause for immediate dismissal of the relationship however the same exact statistics that i read said that the men doing it just talking with a female and no sexual sexting or any kind of flirting in any kind of way is not a bad Thing and that the women are overreacting when it comes to the men but the men aren't overreacting when the women are doing the same exact thing what is the end goal you know a lot of times and that's another statistic that i read mister is that a lot of the end goal for women is that they want to be heard and have an emotional connection with someone that they're unable to connect with with their spouse that mean they love them but they can't connect with him. And when they find somebody that they, that they can't connect with emotionally on that level, I mean, even though a lot of women don't have the sexual desire to sleep with the person that they're connecting with, they just feel like they're able hey, to they open up and I'm share mean, and, share quote, be like myself more like than like what I can be that I'm My with the person I'm with. But I love them. I that. Their is it's a catch-22. You know, you're damned if you do or you're damned if you don't. If the end goal is just to have an emotional connection is it really wrong there was one person that said if my if my girl connects with somebody that means i don't have to hear her cry or talk about her feelings anymore it's worked out perfectly why wouldn't you want your girl to come talk to you about her feelings and cry to you? depending i mean that that's only if the relationship is on is on good is on a good ground you know what i mean but how much of it is, a, is on a good ground if someone has to go look for somewhere else to be emotionally connected with somebody, it's it, oh my gosh! You know, I've been I've been married going on 21 years, and all this stuff, all this stuff is is crazy to me. I mean, I've I, Jesus, it's it's it, it, it's insane that. There's so many odds and ends and so many things that you can trip up on and ruin the relationship that you have. I mean, you can just ruin the trust and build it. Maybe not not lose your significant other altogether, but destroy the, the trust that you have
2: that you've built up so far, if there was any trust to begin with.
3: I don't know it's crazy you know I, I just i've never i never thought about that and what's considered cheating you know one of the biggest things that i've that i've read and i've understood was that where a lot of people now in in our world and in our time now is like why would you cheat why did not become polyamorous or become a swinger and have fun together that way you still have you still have your spouse but you're able to have fun together and go explore different sexual avenues we're gonna take a quick break i think that was playing in the background i didn't even realize that that was playing we're gonna take a quick break i have about 15 minutes left on this live and we're gonna cut to skrillex first of the year (laughs) i <laughs> skrillex with first of the year i never realized how bad quality of the live for my music i think they do that on purpose just so I, i don't violate fcc laws but you know that's one of the big things right there mister is that people are so attracted and so connected on different levels that they neglect or miss out on the full connection of of having it with someone else me personally i've been fortunate enough to find my soulmate literally my soulmate and we've built a strong relationship since again i'm 20 we're going on 21 years next month married
2: and we've been through hell and high water i mean we've been through a lot of that that we shouldn't have gone through but
3: Oh, dude! that's great! I'm sitting in a bad neighborhood, and I thought screams were were these crackheads by my car. <laughs> it had you looking around real quick huh you <laughs> did you turn down your music so you can did you turn down the radio so you can uh so you can hear the screams better to make sure you knew where they were coming from? <laughs> oh man, that's great oh that that's a good thing right there. you know it's one of those deals where. <laughs> Well, I'm glad I was able to make your day a little better, Mr. (laughs) Oh, man. It's one of those deals, man, is that what's considered cheating? Cheating is, I mean, obviously it's going to be on whatever agreement you have with each other. That is the bottom line. I mean, if you violate the terms of agreement, your contract's going to be expired or it's going to be rejected or, you know, it's over. If you don't then live long, healthy. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm not, I'm not advocating to go cheat on your spouse, but what I am advocating is to think about becoming a swinger. If you become a swinger, then you can actually have a lot of fun and not feel guilty and you just set out some ground rules and go have fun, go clap cheeks together. I mean, that seems to be working in nowadays. I know a lot of swingers and they have all said that when they when they became swingers, that was the best decision of their relationship. You get the both bo- the best of both worlds. You get to go have fun with your spouse, clap new cheeks, and go meet new hot people. I mean, that seems to be the the way that a lot of people are and po- uh, polyamorous relationships is a big thing right now, too. Now, you know, if anybody's poly, let me know. I'll try to get you on the show next week. Uh, let me see. Uh, 150, 10 minutes. We're gonna go ahead and start ending the live now because I don't want to get on to another conversation. and then it gets taken away. I've been with my wife 21 years and I trip out if she was talking to other men because our conversation isn't enough for her to come talk to me. That is the whole, that, that's the biggest thing right there is that if, if someone isn't able to connect with each other on, on an emotional deep level, is that, that that's one of the big things where, where women have said that having an emotional affair is way worse and hurtful than their, uh, than their husband or boyfriend having just a physical affair. That's a, that was the big thing, man. What like I said, what's what's what constitutes as, as cheating? That's one of the big questions. It's uh it's insane, man, that people just are are attracted for it's crazy how people are attracted or stay in a relationship for all the wrong reasons and then get mad when someone goes out and looks for a better thing. <laughs> swinging is enough you know being greedy is a great thing but think about how greedy you are when you have more people in bed with you (laughs) all right so we're gonna go ahead and start ending live i'm gonna play out a couple more songs for those of you who are still in the live i want to thank everybody for listening in on my show i appreciate you very very much tune in next week this week i started a little late usually i start my show at 11 a.m but i had an eye appointment i had to get to i had to get my eyeballs checked out well, you kiss your wife because you were sitting there w- with her as you are watching her do it. Just, just have her not, just have her not use the lips on certain parts. That way, you're able to kiss her again. <laughs> oh man! Again, I want to appreciate everybody for for going live or here in the chat room. I I greatly appreciate everyone. Again, next week, next Thursday, we'll be at 11 a.m. Unless, again, I have an appointment. I don't have any appointments scheduled today. I had to get my eyeballs looked out, make sure I get my other, my new contacts in. So I'm going to play out. We're going to listen to Tom McDonald. Everybody hates me. I'm going to play the music up until the two hour mark. So just enjoy. Hey, mister, I appreciate you, man. Thank you very much. Man, just watch out for those crackheads when you, uh, when you, when you take off. I don't want you getting, you know, getting caught slipping, You're getting off guard or anything like that. So here's uh, Tom McDonald. <laughs> oh, dude being armed is one of the best thing i'm armed as well you can't go around anywhere nowadays without being armed so tom, tom mcdonald everybody hates me i'll still be in the chat chatting it up on the on the on the messenger thing but as far as my voice you wouldn't be no longer again this is the king of radio king of podcasting hopefully soon to be sir Romero, sir
2: graveyard grumbler thank you everybody good morning good day good night and goodbye na na
10: na 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 yeah white people hate me they say that i'm using my privilege for evil i get it hey black people hate me they say that i'm racist my feelings don't match with their message whoa feminists hate me because i believe that their movement is angry and sexist ooh Girlfriend hates me and I don't know why but I love her Whatever, forget it, yeah And gay people hate me cause when I see something I do not Like I say that it's gay Straight people hate me for having the balls to go say what they think and that makes them afraid Dumb people hate me for making the music containing the truth to expose all the ways The government robs them, the pop culture kills them The rappers convinced them to ruin their brains Go ahead and say all of that wild shit online, man You might need a Dr. Phil if you catch me outside And I will not apologize if you ain't one of mine I cannot afford to give a fuck if it was finance. been hatin' I think it's stupid funny Haters, fake friends, making me stupid money. Baby, hatin', again, be famous, keep paying, you're wasting. I think your energy on me. Everyone hates me for something or makes something up when they hate me for nothing. They claim I'm a Satanist. Hitler's my cousin. I beat up a kid. I killed dandy while hunting. Hey, I heard he's Illuminati. Hey, I heard he's related to Trump. Whoa, I heard he's reptilian, probably. Hey, I heard he kills kittens for fun. All lies, all lies, all lies. Y'all fall, I rise. Yeah, y'all phony, tough, and I'm blowing up. And that's your fault, not mine. Yeah, everybody hates me. And I only know because I read it. And I'd hate y'all too if that bothered me. But honestly, I don't let it. Yeah, go ahead and say all of that wild shit online, man. You might need a doctor Phil. if you catch me outside. And I will not apologize. If you ain't want a mind fam, I could not afford to give a fuck if it was fine They've been hatin', I think it's stupid funny Haters, fake friends, making me stupid money They've been hating, making me famous Keep hating, you're wasting all of your energy on me Y'all wasting energy, I look just like enemies Only goal is stopping mine, y'all gonna need some better dreams I've been on the grind, looks like y'all been on your knees Talking why while you're online, hating who you'll never be Y'all are 35, acting like you're 17 Working late at nine to fives Jealous, I just rap and sleep You're angry at your life Got a job, forgot to leave Now you're growing older In the only town you'll ever see They have been hating I think it's stupid funny Haters, fake friends Making me stupid money They have been hating Making me famous Keep hating, you're wasting all of your energy on me. They've been hating. I think you stupid funny. Haters, fake friends, making me stupid money. They've been hating, making me famous. Keep hating, you're wasting. all of your energy on me.
8: asks carlos coy to step up to the witness stand do you swear to tell the truth
0: nothing but the truth so healthy god yeah Three, two, i'll begin when i started getting violent sir screwing in my motherfucking sir. i grabbed my still then i felt the coldness stood around as I told this ferocious confession of relentless aggression I was taught to shoot first and then ask questions I slow rocks I was raised with no pops my full blocks twist the hoes like doughnuts. bitch off me the pussy, so I took it they call me a crook cause that's short for crooked staying high as hell and drunk as fuck you ain't down with the mix you can sick my duck I meat duck my sick I mean, suck my dick. Don't laugh, bitch. You know what the fuck I'm in. And if I ever come back to the free world, I'ma take my baby girl out to Sea
5: World. Time is money. Time, my isn't on your side. Time
0: is running. Can you? the jury exactly what happened on the night of December 2nd. My word is gold I'll check how the murder's told Bring me back 14 and my bird is sold. Learn the code then meet me at the service road now you all understand what this person owed. Serving coke seemed like my purpose, so. I was the perfect mode, the gangster you've been searching for. But on a further note, this cat trying to burn my dough. But since the day that mama gave birth to Los, I heard them hoes forever be first to smoke. Trying to jack a jacker, what's the purpose, Low Mercy, no, cause he's... Sm-